Hey everyone, it's May. Um, this is going to be a pretty unique episode uh, for a couple of reasons. Um, first and foremost, I was reminded today uh, that this is actually the second anniversary, February 3rd, of the launch of the May Lee Show, and I had no idea. I wasn't paying attention, didn't realize that until I was told this, uh, and I was underwhelmed by the news, uh, and I'm going to be very, very frank with all of you in this episode, uh, because I feel like the show is changing, and I'm struggling. I'm struggling with the show. I'm struggling with what my, you know, f- uh, sort of journey is. Uh, it's been an, a challenging two years, as we all know, f- uh, for obvious reasons, um, the main being uh, COVID-19, the pandemic, and of course, the onslaught of anti-Asian hate uh, because of it. And I've been fighting this good fight uh, since the start, um, and it's been exhausting. It's, it's, been, uh, it's been incredibly exhausting and challenging. And I've done my best, I have continued to do my best in terms of being vocal and trying to be very active in the community, at least trying to inform uh, in in the way I can. Uh, But it's it's, uh, physically, emotionally, mentally draining. And I don't know if you, probably most of you have heard by now uh, the death of Chesley Christ, who is the former Miss USA uh, winner, beautiful woman, young woman, um, who committed suicide um, just just recently. And here's a woman who was so accomplished, right? She was Miss USA, the oldest Miss USA at age 28. She won in 2019. African-American um, lawyer, uh, correspondent for Extra, uh, which is a television show, and seemingly had a great life going for her. But her mother just recently told the media um, that Chesley was a high-functioning uh, depressant, uh, meaning she was dealing with high-functioning depression. So no one really knew because she had this facade of doing okay and and actually thriving, right? Nobody would have ever guessed this. Even some of her closest friends now say that they had no idea the extent of her depression. And I went back and researched some of the things that had been said about her, but also things that she had written openly about her life you know, leading up to Miss USA and then afterwards. And there's this article that she penned in for Allura magazine last year, just last year. And she was talking about uh, the idea of turning 30 and how she started the article by saying, each time I say I'm turning 30, I cringe a little. Sometimes I can successfully mask this uncomfortable response with excitement. Other times my enthusiasm feels hollow, like bad acting. Society has never been kind to those growing old, especially women. I certainly can vouch for that because, uh, you know, I'm in my 50s and 
ageism is alive and well. And for someone so beautiful and young, hadn't even turned 30 at this time when she was writing this article, for her to say that is pretty powerful. Uh, It says a lot, doesn't it? She goes on to say, a grinning, crinkly-eyed glance at my achievements thus far makes me giddy about laying the groundwork for more. But turning 30 feels like a cold reminder that I'm running out of time to matter in society's eyes, and it's infuriating. That line struck me pretty hard, um, that line in particular, uh, because she's talking about the idea that she feels like she's running out of time to make a difference, to matter, uh, to do something with her life where society will say you matter and you're making a difference and you're serving a purpose. And that struck me because that is how I feel. And I know that, you know, back in my day, especially, you know, when I was her age at this time, I also had very lofty goals. I was very ambitious. I was very driven. And so age was a big factor in setting those goals. I was saying things like, oh, by the time I'm 30, I'm going to be on network television. I'm going to be an anchor. And I achieved all of that. And yet it seemed hollow. I mean, it was thrilling for the time being. And yet then you want to pursue the next big thing. It's just, you just never are satisfied and she then goes on in this article to say the ver- that those very things that I, I thought too. After she spent eight days in the hospital from overworking herself and being so driven, she said that, I discovered that the world's most important question, especially when asked repeatedly and a- answered frankly, is why? Why earn more achievements just to collect another win? Why pursue another plaque or medal or line item on a resume if it's for vanity's sake rather than out of passion? Why work so hard to capture the dreams I've been taught by society to want when I continue to find only emptiness? Too often I notice that the only people impressed by an accomplishment were those who wanted it for themselves. Meanwhile, I was rewarded with a lonely craving for the next award. Some would see this hunger and label it competitiveness. Others might call it the unquenchable thirst of insecurity. I think it's both. Um, just from, you know, coming from my own experience, I am very competitive. I'm always wanting to achieve more. I'm never satisfied, but I also think it is an unquenchable thirst of insecurity, feeling like I'm not enough. Uh, I haven't done enough. I need to matter more. I need to be seen more. And with Chesley's experience as a black woman growing up in the society and always made to feel maybe less than and not quite fitting in. Even as Miss USA, she talks about the fact that she was not the model, thin, tall, you know, um, white woman um, that's expected of beauty pageants. And so it's as if she was saying that she's always been fighting against, you know, societal norms. And as an Asian woman, a girl and woman growing up um, in this country, I too have always felt like I didn't quite fit in and didn't belong. And I've been always fighting that, fighting those standards and fighting those stereotypes. And so there is a part of people like us who constantly are trying to prove ourselves, uh, constantly striving for more, but never feeling like we 
have completely um, made a, uh, gosh, for lack of a better phrase, a name for ourselves in terms of being completely accepted um, and being satisfied. And I'm not, I'm certainly not saying this is a good thing. I'm saying this is kind of a bad thing, that it is painful, it's challenging, it's depressing. And when her mother finally came out just recently to say that she was a she had high functioning depression, that really struck me as well, uh, because I understand that too. I understand that too. Uh, people who do that keep it very well hidden, and they hide it. Uh, oftentimes, by working hard and harder, by achieving, by trying to cover it up and the satisfaction that we get thinking that the, we can cure the depression is from achievement and feeling like we have purpose, feeling like we matter. So her death and her suicide, I think, has hit a lot of people very hard and it certainly has raised the issue of mental health um, again, uh, I don't know why it takes a high-profile death and suicide to remind us of this when this is an ongoing issue and it has been an ongoing issue, made only worse with the pandemic by the pandemic. Um, so wh- why am I why am I talking about this right now? I, I, I'm 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 talking about it because going back again to the beginning of of this this sh- very short episode that. I was reminded that this was the two-year anniversary of the May Lee show. And I feel a little empty. Uh, I feel tired. Um, I feel oftentimes I'm, that I'm not being heard. Uh, that am I making a difference? Is what I'm doing making a difference? Does it matter? And I feel the weight of all of those questions on my shoulders I do this work wondering if if it's making a difference. I do it alone, more often than not, uh, with very little support, and wonder if it's worth it um, because it's weighing on me. Uh, It's weighing on me physically and emotionally and psychologically, mentally spiritually. So as I sit here and think about this, and I have been thinking about it, uh, I do think that I want my life to be meaningful in terms of giving back and living with true purpose. Um, It's not about the glory. It's not about the fame. It's not about recognition. It's not about celebrity, certainly. Uh, It's not about being popular. It's about living with purpose and and intention. Uh, It's about, at the end of your life, do you feel like you did something that mattered to the world rather than just living selfishly? And I really do think, and I can't speak for Chesley, but I just feel like 
because of what she had accomplished at such a young age and the pressures that she must have felt and the the idea that she felt as if she was running out of time to matter makes me really wonder if she ended her life because she felt like it was all too much and if she wasn't going to reach that place of satisfaction and fulfillment that she didn't want to go on and that makes me incredibly sad for me at the age of 55 I know I've achieved a lot I can't deny that but I know what that feels like I know what that feels like that part of you that feels a little hollow and empty because you feel like you're not doing enough or you haven't done enough or are people paying attention to what you really solidly believe in, what you are trying to do um, with such authenticity. Uh, But around you, you, you kind of see sort of shallowness and, and, and things that just don't make sense. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure if I'm making sense right now. I might be blathering on and on. I hope I'm making some sense. But anyway, I, I wanted to share this because this is what I'm feeling. This is what I'm thinking. This is what I've been processing. And so on this two-year mark of the May Lee Show, uh, I think I'm taking a break. I'm taking a break and I've got to think long and hard about what I'm going to do and how I'm going to move forward Uh, because I do know that I have many days of feeling uh, a lack of motivation and inspiration and a feeling of loneliness and isolation. And that really impacts my sense of purpose. So I'm going to take a break and be very mindful about what I do. I'm going to do a lot of praying, going to do a lot of soul searching, going to do a lot of uh, asking for help from from God and uh, also being very honest with what I'm feeling and thinking. And this is obviously a way I'm doing it since I'm speaking about it publicly like this. Uh, But here's what I want to leave all of you with. And that is so many of us are struggling with different issues, different problems. um, And so many of us internalize it and keep it to ourselves. Chesley Kreese, she kept it to herself Um, a lot, it seems, uh, until she decided to take her own life. So please, I, I want to ask all of you who may not be feeling great, who are going through some issues, um, to first and foremost, know that you're not alone. Uh, and don't think that what you see on social media and on television all these images of people seemingly living a perfect life 
you know, a lot of that is smoke and mirrors. So don't think that you are alone in your feeling badly. And if you are, uh, express it, share it. Just, just don't, don't suffer in silence. Uh, and get help if you need it. Because, yeah, we're given one life. We're all given one life. And sometimes it's hard. But, you know, uh, we got we to gotta live as fully as possible, even with the hardships. Uh, but you're not alone, okay? So thank you, everyone, um, for your support in these last two years. Don't, wo- don't worry, I'm not going away. You'll s- still see me on social media and things like that. And with the show, I've, I've just got to make some decisions. I just need to take a little time. Uh, so appreciate your patience and um, just please take care of yourselves, okay? And let's take care of each other. All right.